now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. He could go a foot to the left and yeah. not block. <laughs> yes. They, my, uh, we actually got a notification from UPS that there was too many packages on the porch, so they refused to deliver the other one they had. <laughs> Just keep stacking them up. My boss had something where they leaned one against the garage door, and so when she went to leave, she opened the garage door, but no, didn't no. notice to see that the package no, no. that was tall, yeah, ran it over. Yikes. No. No. We've had them leave them in the driveway, and, you know, our porch has a little bit of an overhang, so it could be covered. But I don't know if they have a thing about, like, not coming up to your front door or not being on your property, but I've had them leave them in the driveway where we don't see it. And then we think there's no package delivered, and then we call the check, and like, oh, no, it, here's a... They'll send you a picture of where they left it. Right. It's like, here's a picture of, uh, well, of your pic- package. And that's the funny thing. Like, you know, with the Ring doorbell, there's this neighborhood feature. So you can, you know, share videos of su- suspicious people. There's all these people that are absolutely terrified of humanity. They're, they're saying, Here, here's someone that's taking a picture of my property. I, I, I'm not sure what it is. And then, like, down below, there's a comment. It's because the township is doing a tax assessment. Yeah. That's why you have someone taking a picture of your property. Similarly, why is the UPS man taking pictures? It's like because they have to prove it's delivered. Yeah, I had a friend that uh, his neighbor complained about their ring doorbell that they were spying on. Right. (laughs) Like that's what's going on. (laughs) Yes, I got a ring so I could just watch you (laughs) across the street. Well, you know who isn't spying on us. Our guests and listeners, hi. Welcome to Butter and Bacon, where we discuss the good stuff of Disney. In particular, a recent trip with us back is the the host, Nick. How you doing, Nick? I'm great. How are you? Awesome. I'm good. I'm Pauly. And uh, with us also, as always, is Dean. Welcome also back, Dean. Thank you, Pauly. Welcome back to you as well, although you weren't away in florida new york or anywhere else you were in the lovely home state of yours enjoying the budding christmas season yes absolutely got my led lights up the patriots are already 0-1 which is fantastic (laughs) Uh, (laughs) can't complain about that the curse is real and alive but um i'm really here to take a back seat funny uh to the discussion because you guys just returned from walt disney world so i i don't even know where to begin where do you want to begin? Let's begin at the beginning. That's a good place to start. <laughs> so I, I, I think, you know, normally I might say have Nick talk about his weekend, have me talk about my weekend and go from there. But I think Nick and I were so intertwined and right? overlapping in what we did. It, it might make sense to go day by day, although I'm not usually a fan of that. And, uh, and just kind of talk about, you know, maybe Friday and how we got there and what we did on our first day and then. We'll probably tag team Saturday and Sunday since we saw each other a handful of times and then talk about our departure day. So, uh, Nick, I'll, I'll let you open. Uh, how was your Friday? I know you, you did a little bit more interesting stuff probably at Walt Disney World. I'll challenge you that my getting to Walt Disney World might have been more interesting than yours. But let's hear about your Friday. Yeah, our, our getting there was pretty uneventful. Um, uh, minor snafu at the airport, but it was no big deal. Um 
and then um, we got to we landed around 7.30 uh, hopped on the Magical Express and there was like maybe six of us on there and the bat- that's the morning this is the morning right no this was at 7.30 at night okay we didn't get there till 7.30 at night got so it. we hopped on the Magical Express two other uh, couples came on bus driver got in started backing up I was like oh my god we've only been on this thing three minutes and we're already yeah. headed and he straightened out the bus and then pulled back in and got off and I was like dude you have to warn us <laughs> If you're gonna do that, he goes, Oh, I'm sorry, I was just straightening out the bus. I said, Okay, we'll warn us next time because we were all freaking out. We all thought we were on our way, and that was just the biggest tease in the world. Oh, what a tease! That's hysterical. Oh. <laughs> so then we end up also, it never another... leaves that quickly, which is why I rent a car. Yeah, now, now I, I can, uh, I, I take you to task a little bit there. I did have one trip down, uh, we did leave literally two minutes after we got on the bus. But uh, I digress. You also could have teased him similarly. You get out your wallet to tip, and then you put your wallet away. Yeah, I thought about that. <laughs> um, so we sat on the bus for like another fifteen minutes, and then uh, and then we took off. Um, and I, I seem to remember the one time we did drive to the airport. It took us like from Disney World. It took us like five minutes, but on the bus it seemed to take forty-five minutes. I don't know. <laughs> if I we think knew both of those numbers route. are not accurate. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I think the drive is probably, if you don't hit too bad of traffic, can be in the 25-minute range. That sounds about right. I I think Um, the bus takes three and a half hours because they stop at all 20 other resorts before they get to your 21st Well, no, no. Are we we talking from airport to welcome to Walt Disney World gate? Oh, my God. Take a picture. (laughs) No, no. I'm talking about getting off the bus and starting your vacation. Oh, that's 100%. (laughs) I consider the vacation the instant that I get into... Orlando airport carpet, Amy. And oh, I get onto that monorail, Amy. And I get into the baggage claim. Oh, wait, no, I don't, because I'm on Magical Express. Nice. Yeah, no, I th- we th- didn't we just text about this recently? When we does did. your vacation begin? Right. That's we were We were texting behind Polly's back about it, because we said he was crazy. <laughs> I don't doubt it. <laughs> Nick, when does your vacation begin for you? Uh, my vacation begins the minute I leave work. Yes! <laughs> I like that too. That's not a bad answer at all. Yeah. It might actually start halfway through work when I start losing focus and oh. they just tell me to get out. Yeah, depending on your job, like you're telling, you know, I'm going to Disney tomorrow. Yes, we know. We've heard. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we know. It's all you've been talking <laughs> about. Just and it's all you're going to talk about when you get back for two days. So yeah. productivity is at an all-time low. <laughs> yeah. So we, um, we lucked out on the Magical Express because we were at Saratoga Springs and it was the first stop. Nice. So that was great. But it did take us a couple minutes wandering around trying to figure out where our room was. <laughs> uh, I can't see why. Yeah. Which of these six clusters of buildings are you in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we figured that out, got in the room, and then um, just basically just dropped our stuff and headed over to Disney Springs. Um, and we met up with some uh, people there. And did the uh, Christmas tree uh, path or whatever it's called, Christmas tree trail. Yeah, I would recommend to not do it in a huge group. Mm. Do it with a small, significant other or three or four people. We were about twelve of us. Halfway through, we lost a group, and we ended up spending half the time looking for them instead of looking at the trees. Mm. So, I agree. I think yeah. you have to do that because you're going to have different. 
interest in which trees you want to spend a little more time reviewing and, and looking for all the little nods and, and subtle notes to that fandom, so to speak. Yeah. So you may be in love with the third, third tree on the trail and your group's already moved ahead to the fourth, fifth, and sixth trees because they just don't care about looking at that one. Now, what, yeah. what is the Christmas tree trail? Because I'm not uh, 100% familiar and I'm not sure if our uh, friends and um, guests also. It's a little trail. It starts over by Earl of Sandwich. Okay. And then ends basically where the bus loop used to be. Oh, all um, right. So you just go in and it's... Does it go tree. through the fountain? No. Do you get wet, you know, over there? <laughs> no. <laughs> there is a bar inside, so you can go in Ooh. and get drunk. Well, I like that. Um, <laughs> and a gift shop. They set up a, a gift shop inside the Of trail. course there's a gift shop. Of course. <laughs> um, which my wife had to stop at and buy the little um, jingle bells that light up that everyone else was wearing. Um, uh, okay. Which actually stopped working by the time we got to the end of the Christmas tree trail. So we had to go in the Christmas store and exchange them. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but like there would be a tree uh, themed to Peter Pan. It has ornaments that would have something to do with the movie. Oh, okay. The, yeah. Um, anyways, um, and my wife is, um, anytime there's a photo pass photographer, we have to stop and get our picture taken. That's where we lost a group, because we got in line for the photo pass. And we thought they kept going, but apparently they stopped before the photo pass, and we went ahead of them. So you passed them, yeah. and then we you passed went them. ahead. Yeah. You photo passed <laughs> them. We photo passed Nice. Them. Fast. <laughs> fast photo pass. Never mind. Um, but there, yeah, there's some of them like, um, like uh, we, uh, the Toy Story one I stopped at was staring at for, you know, several minutes. And there was a couple of those with a Haunted Mansion one that was cool because they pretty much just had the bride like stapled to the front of the tree. <laughs> you know, I was a little disappointed in that one. Oh, I like that one. Um, but there was other ones like I'm not a big fan of like Alice in Wonderland. So I kind of just breeze right past that one. You know. Well, it's a good thing that Rihanna doesn't listen to this show. No. I mean, I like the ride, but I'm not a big fan of the movie. Uh, Disneyland, um, nice. Yeah. Oh, I thought um, you meant teacups. No. <laughs> I, I've never I heard anyone say they like that ride before. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I don't do just spinning. It has to be a little bit more involved. the opposite way. It's really bizarre. Is it? Yes. Um, she's, my wife's taking pictures of all the trees and stuff, and I'm standing there, and the... Um, fake snow, the snope, whatever it's yes. called. That comes on and I just get, I have to, I guess I was standing right next to the thing and I just got <laughs> drenched in it. <laughs> and so I'm trying to find her because she'd walked ahead of me to take a picture of me with the stuff all over me. By the time I found her, it would pretty much just, uh, there's a little bit in your hair. I said, well, like a minute and a half ago, it was all over. <laughs> oh, no shower for you that night. No, I didn't need to. Um, but so we walked through that. There's what, probably... 30 trees in there you think it's that many maybe 20 i don't know i didn't count them but there seems to be count a lot either. there were there were quite a few yeah because you would think it'd be over and then you turn the corner and there was four more like oh it's, it's still going um because it looked like you because they crammed a lot into a little spot hmm. apparently there was all sorts of uh roadside attraction posters all along the walls that i completely didn't even notice until i saw other people posting pictures of them <laughs> i was like how did i miss all those posters you were enamored by the trees. I was. I was staring at all the trees. Nick, good estimate. I'm seeing online there are 27 trees. Hey, oh. nice. There you go. Um, 
So then we got out and we couldn't find where the group was. So we went inside the Christmas tree uh, store. My wife exchanged her bells. And then we came out and I'm busy uh, messaging the people that we lost trying to find out where they were. And they're like, oh, we're still inside the tree trail. But they won't let you enter through the exit, so we couldn't go back in to find them. We had to sit outside and wait for them to come through. Mm. Um, and then after that, we um, we sat around and talked and stuff for a little bit. And then they we all dispersed. And we went over and checked out the um, World of Disney store, the new remodel, which I like. I think it's um, a lot more, it's a lot cleaner. It's a lot easier to move around in there. I know a lot of people have disparaged it, but I like yeah, the they, they they freed up a lot of space by taking down a lot of those walls. Yeah, I, I kind of wish they still had better signage as for what each area was selling. Yeah, that is. So I knew where to go for like at least in the old version is like oh if you needed the men's clothing it's you know think of it like an old tic-tac-toe board it's like okay it's in the corner square or whatever but now it's it's so open that they don't really have at least i couldn't tell a lot of signage just if i was looking for a particular type of item where to go for that but it is a lot prettier in there it's definitely a lot cleaner hmm. uh, a lot cleaner feeling and a lot more spacious i thought they made it smaller but they said they didn't because like, i asked i said did you guys oh. shrink this down <laughs> and they're like no it's, most people say it looks bigger i was like oh, i think it looks smaller um but um, we walked around there for a little bit, did some shopping, um, went to Earl's Sandwich, got a uh, the holiday sandwich. Yes. Um, there used to be uh, Earl's Sandwich here in Houston, but it closed um, hmm. like a year or so ago. We used to make our, because it was about an hour from our house, so every once in a while we'd make the pilgrimage down to it, but um, it closed, so now we can only get it at a Disney World or Disneyland. Yeah, the only place that I've had Earl's Sandwich outside of Walt Disney World has been in and near and dear to your heart, Nick, Vegas. Yes. Yeah, the the ones that they're all franchised, so I don't know why they haven't caught on more, but the guy, I guess the guy who had the franchise couldn't keep it up and lost it. Hmm. I think my closest is Boston, but we've never been. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen that one. Yeah. Yep. I don't know why you'd go to Earl and Sandwich in Boston, though. I mean, I like Earl and Sandwich, but. <laughs> Not, no, I'd go to Earl's no. Sandwich, but that's a different right. story. Right. Well, yeah, that is a different story. <laughs> <laughs> that was the closest of the quick serve at Disney Springs. Uh, so we didn't want to do a lot of walking. We were tired from our trip and everything, so um, we headed back to the resort after that. And that pretty much ended Friday. Yeah, you did way more Disney on Friday than I did. But by the time we got in and landed, it was probably, oh, let's see. I think we landed a little after 8, 8.30. So it was probably closer to 9.15 by the time we were pulling on property. Uh, hmm. But our, our fun of Friday actually happened at the airport before we left. So we flew southwest, which we often do, uh, mostly because of a combination of price and schedule working out really well for us. Cattle class, yes. Yeah, I, I just don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to ever have to do a layover going to Florida. It just feels like a short enough no. flight to get direct. Yeah. And then to get direct, that leaves late enough after schools get out. That uh, it's our best option. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with Southwest. I mean, it, it, some people don't like the cattle class version. Um, mm -hmm. It's it's uh, it depends on how well you are checking in on time. And uh, I like having two bags fly free and all that fun stuff. But anyway, not here to debate airline. More to talk about the fun we had waiting in the Southwest terminal. So. Your mileage will vary, uh, much like some of the Disney special moments. Uh, but our our uh, 
for some reason, uh, the, the person running our little section over there was starting to do some games with the kids. And so her first one was, can anybody show me anything Disney? Are you wearing anything Disney? Or are you no. anything Disney? So <laughs> my son raised his hand. He's yeah. like, yeah, I have a backpack over here. And they handed him a free, what did he get? Drink voucher. I was hoping. <laughs> I was really hoping for that one. No, I think he got, he got like a free plane or something like that. Like a little paper nice. plane. Like that. Some, some sort of toy. I honestly don't remember. Then she said, does anybody want to fly paper planes with me? And so he raised his hand and uh, she picked him. And he got to go up there. They, they did two groups. They did kids that were nine and over and kids that were eight and under. So my kid was in the second group. And they got to design their own paper airplane and then throw it as far as they can. And whoever's plane th flew the farthest won. And lo and behold, my son's plane, he has this book. It's like the something for boys, like 101 interesting things for boys. One of them has to do with designing paper airplanes. So he actually used one of those models that he had memorized. And he won, and I had no idea. I thought, you know, he might get, like, another little cheesy gift. She calls him over. He wins a $100 voucher for a future Southwest. What? <laughs> I was what? like, wow. <laughs> Thank you, Southwest. So, of course, I tweeted about it. But, I mean, that that's just incredible. I mean, so what was the gift for your group that you were in for the paper <laughs> airplane? Uh... They also, the winner of that one also got a $100 voucher. You get that to was... fly the the Norfolk to um, <laughs> uh, Greensville leg of the trip. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. And then her last game she played was, does anybody have the number 15 associated with them at all? And my son's birthday is on the 15th. Are you kidding? So he brought his passport over and he got a free pair of sunglasses. <laughs> So she's like, oh, you again. I'm like, I swear, he's not cheating. He really was born on the 15th. And he showed his passport, and uh, and he got... So he won. He went three for three, winning prizes. At this so, point, like said, the other passengers are getting very upset with you. Right? <laughs> like, was he related to the flight attendant? Yeah, right. So Dean, Dean was in the uh, six foot five and over crowd. He was the only one. <laughs> That's why he won. That's right. Yeah, I still <laughs> lost the uh, paper airplane throw. <laughs> you should have listened to your son. Yeah, I, I don't think they were letting adults or those who pretend to be adults apply. So I didn't get to throw any airplanes in the airport. But it was really fun. I mean, it's it. Our flight was uh, slightly delayed, and when I say slightly, like we I think we took off on time, but we were supposed to board in our boarding whatever time. Our boarding time was maybe five ten minutes after that. So I don't know if this is just like good natured way to pass the time. If this was distract people from not realizing that we're going to start boarding ten minutes later than normal. Or what? But it was just a really fun terminal to be in. And uh, did the I'm, pilot get on board, move the plane a little bit, and then put the plane back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir. Psych. We chase the plane. I was just right. moving over for the hose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be uh, so, terrible. Yeah, the rest of Friday was pretty boring. We checked out the dolphin decorations. Uh, Nick, what did you think of the dolphins' Christmas? Yeah, I like that one a lot better than uh, the swan. Yeah, I'll, I'll be polite and say the swan was understated in its theming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Underdecorated. Yes. <laughs> Although um, at the swan, a lady came out. Uh, they had a table set up to decorate your own gingerbread. And I was standing there, and there was nobody there. And the lady walked up. She said, oh, you're going to be decorating gingerbread. And I was like, oh, I turned around to get my wife. And I turned back around. There was like 15 people already in there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that happens. <laughs> That's funny. I want yes, to do one of those decorating gingerbread things, but I don't decorate. I just eat it. 
Yeah, when they give you the certain count of gumdrops and M&Ms to make right. uh, the decorations and, and yours comes out with none. <laughs> right. Right, I'm like, no, I, I, I'm, I'm just here for, like, a snack. I'm not going to make anything. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the frosting? <laughs> now, one thing that's, that's kind of neat about the dolphin um, for Christmas time is they do a lot of activities. So some of them are creepier than others, but they had... Uh, <laughs> They have their own light and stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that in a second. Um, they, they describe themselves as Santa's favorite resort, so Santa will show up in his swimwear, a little mm. odd, um, with Mrs. Claus, and they enjoy the summertime uh, getaway. Uh, they had some other stuff. I think they actually had gingerbread house decorating and cookie making, all kind of stuff. The one that I found a little odd is you can sign up to have your, I guess you, but I'm assuming they mean your children, uh, tucked in and have a bedtime story read by an elf. <laughs> it just feels awkward to me. I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe is there an age it. limit? Is there an age limit? <laughs> if not, we'll have to send Nick back to experience yes. this. <laughs> I would like to be tucked in, please. Please. <laughs> it, doesn't that come off as a little strange to you? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to go with it's good natured and fun and whatever but yeah but I, would you want any character to tuck you in and read you yeah, a bedtime story yeah it would depend on maybe, the elf maybe bell I'd, I'd be okay with Why? that mm, bell sure because she reads so much i mean it's, it's the reading part yeah right no one talks like gaston <laughs> <laughs> new show topic <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome Anyway, so yes, so Dolphin, yeah, the, Santa's Dolphin. favorite resort. They're not that close to Winter Summerland, but I, I guess. No. Okay. But it's, it's in the region. But yeah, it was. It, it's a different take than the Disney version of all the Christmas stuff. Sure. Um, but you know, it's they had their own thing going on. It was kind of fun. We didn't really partake in any of the Christmas time stuff, other than viewing their decorations. But uh, wanted to let people know it's out there in case they're going to be in that area over the next few weeks. But the much more fun day i think was saturday so nick how did your saturday start off uh we just got ready sat around for an hour away for my wife to get ready (laughs) (laughs) were you watching Uh, resort tv no you know were you on were you on twitter what i was doing he was oh i walked no i walked over to the um artist palette and got some uh, breakfast there you go yeah i got us something to eat so we ate before we left um, and we, cause we had a, uh, a one bedroom. So we had a little kitchenette and a little yeah. uh, table and stuff. We sat at the table and had breakfast and, um, and then we got on a bus and went over to Epcot. We got there a little bit shortly after they opened and we rode, um, Spaceship Earth before it closes for forever, two years <laughs> or whatever, whatever the big rumor is. Yeah. Build yeah. Drop. Go for it. Mm-hmm. And I think while we were on the bus, Dean was texting that he was already at uh, Epcot. Oh yeah, we we <laughs> we definitely uh, rope dropped as early as we could. So we we um, ate at the Dolphins. The Dolphin has a few options for food. They have a new place they opened. Well, fairly it's new to me, called Fuel, which is right in their lobby, and that's where we ended up grabbing breakfast. Uh, they also have a place in the basement called Peekaboo, which is more. It's still quick serve, but it's like more cafeteria style. And then they have Fresh, which is a 
combo buffet slash sit down and i think that's it for breakfast garden grove over at the swan is a character meal sometimes for breakfast mm. all the time for dinner um if you ever heard me on ww northeast podcast uh, it's the worst buffet dinner i've ever had in my life <laughs> and that, in- that includes bad golden corrals and things like that so Oof. um i'm hoping it's gotten better i, I don't want to disparage because i haven't had it in a long time but uh just just throwing that out there um so anyway we we had a quick breakfast and yeah we our goal was to rope drop soren and then use our fast passes on test track mission space and spaceship earth Mm. and so we did rope drop soren and then um started texting with nick to see where he was and we were kind of making our way through that side of future world while nick was you went what spaceship earth over to test track yourself right yeah we went to test track and did the single rider we had a fast pass for later in the day, but I wasn't sure exactly what we were, um, were going to be. So we decided to do single rider. And I had asked the lady right before we got there, I got a message on the um, My Disney Experience app saying that um, they gave us a multiple experience fast pass because apparently when the park first opened, Spaceship Earth had closed for a while during our, um, but then reopened. For two years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it closed. It was funny, too, because we walked up to Spaceship Earth, Earth, and I asked the lady, she goes, no, we're open. I said, oh, well, this said... The app of, says you're closed. The app said it was closed, and that... Moose out front should have told you. Yeah, <laughs> I was given multiple experiences, and I said, what exactly does that mean? And she said, oh, you can fast pass pretty much all the rides at Future World. And I said, nice. once each? And she said, yes. And I said, oh, okay, cool. And so we scanned our magic band... Um, at the fast pass entrance of Spaceship Earth, not realize there was no line for the ride. No. <laughs> and then just walk further around than if we would have went into the uh, <laughs> single rider line. You're, just, you're doing the outside loop. <laughs> yeah, we're going. You're just walking straight up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's funny. That's um, funny. Yeah, so then we went over and did the single rider at um, Test Track and then met up with Dean in front of uh, Mission Space. Yeah, we were making our way across and uh, checking out the fountain and looking. Actually, went back to the front of the park because staying at the Dolphin, you come in International Gateway, and I wanted to see what yeah. the front of the park looked like. Um, so good decorations up there, Bambi themed, if I remember correctly, um, which was it was fine. Not my favorite movie, so not my favorite theming. Um, but... No, I think uh, Donald's in the front. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the very front. Look, I think. Yeah, but yeah, along, Bambi's on the side. Yeah, along actually, the sides, lots of Bambi stuff. When I saw it, there was a kid just sitting on the um, sign. Yes, of a... he was. <laughs> I commented on that because you sent a picture. I'm like, what's that kid doing? That's you funny. know, I would think since that's, you know, pretty much a famous spot to take pictures, they would have little, I don't know, things on the wall saying, do not sit, stand, or, you know, or bivouac in front of this wall. Please <laughs> move, al- move along. Just mildly know? electrify it. I, I not would not enough to hurt. Not enough to hurt. Just to whoa, what what? In fact, if I ran Disney, I would probably post a security guard there for the busy times people are coming in and just shoot people taser. along. With yeah, a taser. Take your picture, move along, take your picture, move along. No sitting, keep going. You know, but I think every picture I have of uh Spaceship <laughs> Earth from right there has someone sitting <laughs> right in the front. Um but yeah, so we met Dean in uh, front of spaceship or uh, mission space. Right, we so had which, fast passes for that. You didn't, I think. I didn't, but I said I have my magical experience 
Right. Yeah. They told me, so I scanned it and it let us in. Nice. Did you do so, orange then? I guess because I don't think you can fast pass green. No, you can fast pass green. Oh, you can. Nice. Okay. Yep. And um, and we did green. I will. I always enjoy blame, green. I will always blame it on my eight-year-old, but that would be my preference. Is to I, do green. It, but but <laughs> I mean, I got I mean, I am an avid fan of riding everything. It doesn't matter. I like the green experience better. I wish that they offered a green spinning version. Have you done green with the new yeah. story, though? Yes. The flying over That's Earth That's what I'm one? talking about. Yeah, yeah, the Earth tour. Yeah, see, I didn't like that. I thought it was kind of boring. I like it. Because like, we got off and I was like, that was it? We didn't crash anywhere or, you know teeter on yes. the Grand Canyon or something? Or... Yes, the the very <laughs> unique Disney story of everything goes horribly wrong. <laughs> I, I did hear Nick from his capsule yelling, they're not going to make it! They're not going to make it! <laughs> not our dino. Yeah, yeah the, the big stress of that one was uh, you know the, the typical capsule there is going to hold four people, and we had a group uh, of five. No, and so my no. son instantly starts stressing out about who's going to yes. sit by the most. That was funny. <laughs> and then you tell him, well, you. Yeah, so I figured you, you can run all four. Your, your, your arms are long enough, right? <laughs> and it was funny when they split us up. They, they were in the one next to us, and I can hear him and see him moving back and forth, trying to decide, do I want to be the engineer? Do I want oh, to it's be... all whacked out about it. Yeah, he's like, I want to be the engineer, but no, I'm, I'm usually the pilot. Let me be the pilot. No, hang on. I want to sit next to mom. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I think half of our half of our uh, items got auto engaged anyway, which meant somebody wasn't pushing their buttons. Engaged. Yeah. <laughs> they barely give you time to even hit the button before it. Uh... You get approximately one and a half seconds to hit that yeah. button, sir. Otherwise, they're hitting that. <laughs> no doubt. That's funny. So after that, we said, uh, you know, we'll hang out a little bit, and, and Nick graciously offered to take us up into the DVC lounge. <gasps> And so that was my first time up in that lounge, up in, uh, uh, we were above um, Imagination Pavilion. Yeah, the former Imageworks. Yes, you know, Nick, you hadn't been up there either before, right? No, I'd never been up there. And the sign is misleading because it's color-coded, and the DVC lounge is in orange, and if you look to that way, there's an orange part of the building. So, <laughs> so you started, went over there. You went over there. Walk, yeah. I started walking over there, and my wife's like, um, we're supposed to be up in there, and pointed to all the uh, windows on the pyramid. Yeah. I said, but the sign was orange, and that building's orange, so the entrance must be over there. Right. And, of course, no. I was wrong, and we had to walk back and just go in the regular... Uh, yeah, that signage was weird. It was just like yeah. an arrow pointing in the general direction of left, and then as you go there, you have no <laughs> idea what to do. It's this about way. It's yeah. to the left as you curve to the right. <laughs> but we made it, and it was pretty cool. I mean, you, you go up there, it's very relaxed, you know, kind of... I could see that being very useful in the summer, just to mm. get out of the heat, go get a free beverage. And it was kind of fun here in, in the, well, I guess it's fall going to winter. Although uh, by Sunday, the temperatures were approaching 90. Oof. So but my son wanted hot chocolate. So going up there for a hot chocolate when it was 78 and sunny just didn't have the same effect as it does. So. Right, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but I was, was going to ask you, what, what was your weather for, for uh, the majority of your trip? I guess It was hot. Hot. It was hot. Sunny. <laughs> it was hot the entire time. Yeah, we got definitely got into the 80s on Saturday. We had the the rental car, so as we were driving, I forget where on Sunday the the car hit 90. So oh, it's, it was summer like. Although I guess lower the windows, put that AC on full blast. Don't sit yeah. down yet. Do yeah. not buckle yourself in yet. 
It was, yeah, it was nowhere just... near as bad as October, which I think was some kind of record highs for the week we were there in October. Oof. But, yeah. It yeah, was I mean, just hot. The only challenge no. we had is we fitting in enough time to, like, we wanted to go swimming. It was definitely perfect swimming weather. Right. Um, there wasn't enough hours in the day to make it to the pool, so we never did. Uh, but it was fun up there. They, they had some video games for, for people to play. They had some nice sitting areas, some snacks, some beverages, the uh, freestyle machines, and plenty of empty space to pick your own corner in your own comfy booth to FaceTime with whomever you choose. Yes. Whoever hmm. that person may be. Hmm. <laughs> Insert audio clip of FaceTiming with Polly here. Yeah, I didn't record any of that. Yeah. Bummer. We could recreate it, but I don't remember anything we talked no, about. No, my favorite, my favorite part was scanning the uh, the phone around so I could say hi to yes. everybody. And then my... I scanned, and then my scanned around, and I showed you how I can turn my tree on and off with Alexa. Yes. <laughs> yes. My I... favorite part was when Grape came out of nowhere and scared the crap out of us. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But I think the scan of seeing all the garland that you hung over your Thanksgiving morning was longer than the scan to show you the entirety of the DVC lounge. I don't yes. joke around when it comes to the garland. That goes everywhere. <laughs> it's like the train at the top of the restaurant, you know, back in the 80s. Sort of thing, I think of. But uh, yeah, no, it was nice. And I really did enjoy the quote unquote uh, show family picture. When uh, it was taken of me on the phone and Nick and Dean holding me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome. You were so little. <laughs> I well, yes. So technically, Polly's been in the DVC lounge too. I have. Oh yeah, you've seen it. You, you were talking in it. You heard I, it. I asked for snacks. <laughs> I got the Oreos for you, but I ate. You did. Yeah, yeah. They offered you an Oreo. She gave you one. That was awesome. It's yeah, funny because cool. they go around bringing snacks to the people in, in their little pockets of uh, comfort. So that was yeah, that neat. was great. But they're even smaller than the smallest ones you can buy in the stores. Like the Oreo one had two Oreos in it. Yeah. And the Cheez Its had, I think, maybe fifteen Cheez Its in it. Well, they don't yeah. want people to get you know filled up. Yeah. But those were definitely half stuff Oreos. Like they make double stuff. Yeah, stuff these had these half were half. There was barely, <laughs> there were the Oreo any thins. <laughs> I think there was less than the thins. There was hardly any cream in those. Oh no, it was like you opened up the Oreo. You know, some people like to scrape the cream out and then maybe eat all the cream at once. Right. It's like whatever was left after you scraped it out. That's what they were yeah. serving you. Oh, that's no. what was in it. They were thin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's not fun. And the lady wouldn't take no for an answer because I think. Um, my wife and Dean both said they didn't want anything. She's like, oh, no, you're taking some. Well, you know, you're up here. You're taking <laughs> you, we, you did not have an option. No, you know, I get paid by how much I distribute, so you're yeah. taking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was fun. That was, great for, that was great for you guys to call me. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We enjoyed it. So uh, we hung out there for a while, and then we were supposed to be meeting up with our friends who moved down there, affectionately known as the Popcorn Guy. Yes. And the funny thing is that uh, they came to Epcot while we were still up there. And um, we said, oh, we're, we're visiting with our friends up in the DVC lounge. And the wife responds, don't worry. Steve's on his way over to get popcorn. So he'll be tied up for a while. <laughs> so living up to his name, the popcorn guy was on his way to get popcorn. Oh, my gosh. I love the popcorn guy. Amy. Hi. Hey. 
Welcome to Butter and Bacon, where Amy joins midway through the show. That's awesome. Hello. <laughs> How I, are you? I, I heard you guys needed some civility around here. Oh, yes. Listen, it's, it's hard to have the fourth host on if the first three don't show up. So, oh boy. Glad Listen, to have you here. I have I have come up with a compromise. <gasps> All right, so Dean and Polly are co-hosts. Amy is the talent. Yeah. Uh, Carrie is the uh, audio correspondent, and I am the featured player. Featured player. Featured player. Yeah, that's, mm. that's, player. that's someone who comes on, not always on every episode, but is on a lot of episodes. Hmm. Like the guest star on a very special <laughs> <Yeah>. episode <laughs> of an 80s sitcom. Yeah. I, I, I will, I will consult with with Carrie and and see how she feels about this change to the uh, nomenclature. I don't I, think I'll, she I'll has enough to pay a featured player. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, yeah, con- I my contract is, raise. Yeah, my contract is really lucrative, and I signed up for that four-year extension that kicks right. in at the end of this season. Right. So trading me is really difficult. Well, the other thing, too, is that the featured player, um, usually those special, very special episodes are serious topics. We try right. not to do that around here. <laughs> we're, we're never serious. Oh, oh, that's funny. One thing we are serious about, though, is getting on with this trip report. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> we are serious about our segues, too. Yeah, I love the, the popcorn. popcorn guy. The, I yes. love the popcorn guy. I don't know him. I don't know who he is. I just have the idea of him, and I love the popcorn guy. Oh, I got to meet the popcorn Nick guy. Nick now knows him. <gasps> Whoa! So, Amy, we had uh, just talked about going to the DVC Lounge, where we did end up FaceTiming Pauly. Yes. And uh, met up. I, I was meeting up with uh, Popcorn Man and family after that. And then Nick was going to continue on his way with some Epcot touring. And we planned on seeing each other later that day at the studios for some Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. Oh, yeah. We had probably, oh, I don't know, six, seven hours before we saw each other again. So, Nick, fill us in on what you did after DVC and before you got to the studios. Um, So, after we left the DVC lounge, we met up with uh, my friend Scott and... Uh, his family. We had lunch at. We snuck into his lunch reservation at Via Napoli. <laughs> Which, very, very good. Very good. There was no reservations available, but the restaurant was half empty. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah. See, well, when that happens. what are they doing? What even? I don't know. But I, all of us were extremely disappointed with the uh, with Via Napoli. Um, Took over an hour to get. We each ordered a pizza. Uh, took over an hour to get the pizzas. Um, mine That's, was yeah. completely like the crust wasn't anywhere near. I don't think done. It was soggy. What? Everything was uh, like kind of pulling towards the middle. Ew. Um, That's a shame. Yeah. No, Ew. that's not good at all. Yeah. So we just just ate it. <laughs> we were. <laughs> I didn't want to wait any longer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Wanna, wait any longer to try and get another one or it wasn't it wasn't horrible it just wasn't what i was expecting from the price and disney and all the rave reviews i've heard about the place yeah you know, what are they even lately. doing the uh, via napoli four or five years ago was a, a fantastic place to go but the last couple times we were there not quite soggy pizza but you know similar experience in that it was just disappointing and fell short 
It's like, how do you underdo pizza that only takes eight minutes to cook because the ovens are so hot? Yeah. No, it took over an hour. So I don't know how many pizzas were backed up. Not and, that, well, half empty. And then I. The restaurant is half empty. Like, yeah. what? What's going on? And I glanced out the window, and there was this creepy statue of a rabbit with giant <laughs> human hands. And I was just, I was like, I don't know, what is this rabbit? Why is there a statue of this rabbit outside this window? <laughs> oh, that, that was me in disguise. So that creeped me out, and I couldn't really enjoy the underdone pizza. Um, man, that just, I don't know, man. This sounds like a bad time. Yeah. That, sound, that sounds like your uh, your experience there, your review would be Watership Down. Two thumbs, <laughs> Watership Down. Nice. <laughs> um, so we uh, we left there and we all went over to uh, the Voices of Liberty. And um, as I was walking to the bathroom, that's when I saw Dean and him and the popcorn guy were waiting for... I'm not sure what they were waiting for. They were standing over by the bathroom. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> we were standing by the bathroom. Well, <laughs> there was... Um, we weren't waiting for Santa. That line was on the other yeah. side. There was Dean, a meet and greet for Santa. Deal? What kind of a shady deal were you making over by the bathrooms, Dean? <laughs> Santa was right there, so I wasn't sure if maybe his kid was in line for Santa. Um, oh, well, Dean must have not been making any any kind of a too bad of a deal for, like, contraband popcorn because Santa is always watching. So he's, He sees you when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake, okay? You don't mess with the big guy. Yeah. Must have a ring doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we were uh, regrouping and waiting for our group to get out of the bathroom. Uh, we actually, at that point, were halfway through doing the scavenger hunt, the Chippendale ornament scavenger hunt. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had, after we left the DVC lounge, we went ahead and picked those up and started in Mexico, as you always should. And we took turns. We had four adults and two kids at this point. And we took turns, one of the adults taking the kids off to find the ornaments while the other three adults either grabbed a snack, grabbed a, a beverage, or you know, just hung out and enjoyed what at that point was probably you know, 81, not humid, light breeze off the water. Gorgeous day to be in Epcot. Um, so I had the duty for Mexico and Norway to find the ornament. Mexico found pretty well. Uh, Norway definitely had to ask for help. And then once we got help and got in the right room, I had to ask for more help. Oh. And then I <laughs> kind of gave the overly suggestive nudge in the right direction until the kids found it. <laughs> so Rhymes <laughs> with above the <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Spoiler, that actually is where it is. Oh, um, I didn't even oh! know. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wow, the I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my um, goodness. <laughs> yeah, because so it, it, in other scavenger hunts we've done down there, like the Easter one a few years ago with the eggs, it was so painfully obvious. You couldn't mess it up. Right. This one, you don't have a clue going in. It literally is ornament-sized and embedded in one of the decorations and you get into some of those bigger pavilions with multiple stores and rooms yeah. and it can take a while to actually find this thing oh, yeah. so great for the kids they're having fun i enjoyed it because we're getting to go all over the, the uh, pavilions which you don't always do so it's kind of neat to you know kind of revisit all the nooks and crannies and the decorations and the theming um, but yeah after a while and when you really can't find it uh, the cast members will give you very kind and friendly uh, 
know, suggestions like Chip and Dale really enjoy clothing in this pavilion. Like, okay, well, so they give you helpful hints, uh, but it was really fun, and it's another way to let younger kids engage in each of the pavilions, which a lot of people tend to yield toward towards, you know, this isn't kid friendly. Well, they really are, you know, between the the Agent P <laughs> game and not the... kid, what is not kid friendly. What is it's PG thirteen, right? I'm it's just like, imagining Dean like wading through a sea of Hallie Hansen sweaters in the Norway <laughs> Pavilion, like, <laughs> like. I'll tell you what, you want to see this sort of it. Uh, look at how much that stuff costs. Oh Oof. yeah, oh, fully yeah. aware. It's in Norway, and I I have to tell you, and this is utterly bizarre. One of the stop-offs on the Norwegian Fjords cruise was at a island that is outlets. So there is a Heli Henson outlet, and we are joking maniacally that we took this cruise on the Disney Cruise Line to get Heli Henson stuff marked 50 to 75% off instead of going to Norway at Epcot. That's so funny. Like, like go to Nora. I paid, you know, however right. much for my sweater, and you, you jerks are over here paying six hundred dollars. We got, yeah. I mean, I, I think, um, I think my daughter got like rubber rain boots for like thirty five dollars. Oh my god! Like gosh. no joke. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that's cool. Why not, man? How much were think... the sweaters? Uh, I didn't look. Uh, you didn't look. No, that's a whole different story. We get them handmade from family in Norway. Anyway, it's not about me. Um, Polly, what a fail. It's always about you, Polly. Well, I guess he just has to take another Norway cruise that we've just decided. He has to go back to check the Helly Hansen sweater prices. I think it's okay. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, go go ahead with your contraband popcorn and, and. Yeah. Yeah. So well, at this point, we're beyond the popcorn. We're enjoying the holiday treats from the uh, food booths that are still set up. Ooh. So they had some additional food, much like they do during, obviously, food and wine, but also flower and garden and the arts festival in January. They keep the food booths open, different offerings around the showcase. So it's, it's good stuff. You know, it's, uh, it's another way to experience World Showcase differently than what you've done before. I think it's kind of ironic because at this point, the only months where food booths aren't open are basically june july and august parts of august <laughs> so, diet epcot yeah that's yeah. the only diet epcot that's left those th- those booths didn't open till noon either yeah i thought oh, that was so weird that is weird so you got all right so you already got the staggered opening of you can only go to future world and a princess breakfast then or you friend. go into world showcase but you can't eat at this booth until noon yeah like wh- which is why which is why we jumped on the Via Napoli reservation because we couldn't get to any of the booths. Right, <laughs> we're all close. Mm. I well, forgot. Well, the lines filled up quickly. I'll let you know that that they yeah. they were pretty popular. I forgot when we walked out of the DVC lounge. You're right in front of the Imagination. I told my wife. I said, "Hey, let's jump on real quick with our Magic Fast Pass that we supposedly got." Um, and we went up to the thing and I scanned it and it beeped at us and the guy's like, "You don't have a Fast Pass." So oh. I said. No, they gave us this magical experience. That he goes, you get one attraction. And oh! I said, oh, because the other lady told me, and I, in the middle of the sentence, I'm like, the other lady told me, you get one attraction. Pardon me, sir. We just turned around and walked out. Wow. Uh, wow. 
Womp um, Yeah, so the mag- the lady explained it as a magical fast pass that works at any all the rides once each in all of Future World except for Soren and Fat, uh, Test Track worked on one, which was the mission space we jumped on with Dean. Which we didn't need. <laughs> which we didn't need. <laughs> See, you used two fast passes you didn't need. Yeah, I didn't need the spaceship or the one. Or the uh, mission space. <laughs> The only one I needed it for was the imagination ride that we didn't really want to ride. We were just going to because we had the fast pass. Which I'm sorry, if it's so busy, you need a fast pass for the imagination ride. <laughs> that was Yikes. the only one. That was the only one that had a 20 minute wait. Yikes! Like why? What's going on in imagination that they have a 20 minute wait? I don't know. That's what I want to know. That, but that's my hypothesis. My hypothesis is because people go to book fast passes because they want Soren or Test Track or Frozen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Have to book quote something else. Oh, <laughs> so the fast pass line gets kind of busy at Imagination because oh, my gosh. something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my <clears> goodness, <throat> that park needs more attractions. Yeah. Coming but, um, summer 2020, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. But after uh, I met the popcorn guy, we went in and saw Voices of Liberty. Which I invited Dean into, but um, I don't think they made it through the show. No, we didn't. So I, so I ducked in to come see you. And the whole family came in and the friends came in. And we listened to a song and a half. And I was looking around the room trying to figure out what you guys were. I guess you said you were sitting on the ground, though, so we didn't see you. I was forced and, to sit on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down in front, sir. Down as in front. I, <laughs> as I around to tell my wife I'm going to go to the other side to see if I can find Nick. They're all walking out of the room. It's like, where did they go? So I followed them. I'm like, the kids want to get going on the scavenger hunt. I'm like, okay. So we ended up rolling out. But I do have to dial back a couple pavilions because I forgot to mention one of the things that was available at the African Outpost. And, Paulie, I I can't wait to hear your reaction to this. They had an eggnog porter. Interesting. Eggnog porter. And it paired with a pretzel Uh that was filled with... Wait, what was it filled with? I think it was filled with like a frosting or something, like a vanilla flavor, and then topped with ice cream and hot fudge. Uh, well, all right. So first things first, the eggnog porter. I I could see that because what the one thing I really don't like is the eggnog hot latte at Starbucks. Eggnog is not supposed to be hot. No. So cold probably would be fine. Um, plus it it matches the kind of the natural creaminess of a porter beer. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about pretzel filled with. Frosting. I think it was. Fr- I, I'd have to look at. I can't remember. I think it was like frosting or vanilla cream or something like that. Yeah. The pretzel was super sweet, but it, if you yeah. like super sweet, which I usually do, it was good. That beer was incredible. Yeah. Because a lot of people have had porters, and, and the original porters, and I don't want to get into a beer podcast, but tended to run a little bit more bitter and, and a little one note. So when they started to develop porters more, and then they started adding flavors to them, I think it made it open up to a lot more people. Yeah. And so you get a lot of vanilla porters, you get cinnamon porters, but this one, an eggnog porter, it worked perfectly. It was really good beer. I, I'd actually, I got to find out who brewed that because if they are bottling that thing, I'm going to buy some. Yeah, I might have that to would, try. I might have to check that out. That was a good beer. And so, uh, speaking of eggnog, just to divert for a second, the polite pig has a maple bourbon eggnog, which is fantastic. I saw that you had some of that. <laughs> I would like that. That sounds good. That was amazing. Yes. So, yeah, we missed out on the rest of Voices of Liberty. We moved on, um, continued on our ornament hunt. Uh, we ended up hanging out a little bit more when we got to the UK Pavilion. 
uh, but finished up in Canada and then went to turn in our cards. The way the, the whole thing works is you have to, you have 11, obviously 11 pavilions, 11 stickers, and you have to put the sticker of the ornament you find in each pavilion next to the pavilion name on your ah, map. Ah, okay. We actually found 10 out of 11, couldn't find the one, and I think it was in France, but obviously by process of elimination, once we found all the other ones, we were good to go, so we actually just filled that one in, having never laid eyes on it. It right. was behind the construction walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they made it really hard to find that one. Mm. And I believe uh, we got, I think it was Christmas cards, and your choices were Minnie Mouse or Figment. Mm. Um, so the, the kids liked it. They had a lot of fun with that. And it took you know a couple hours, so it really passed the time. After that, we kind of headed back for a break, uh, said au revoir to the family for now and uh, our friends, and they headed back to rest for themselves. And then uh, we ended up with a dinner reservation at the studios before meeting up with Nick again. But Nick, how did uh, the rest of your day go after Voices of Liberty? Uh, we, we, when I walked back in from the bathroom, everyone that we were with, Scott and his family and my wife were all on the floor. Um, and I walked in, I was standing there and then they turned and going, come on, sit down, sit down. So I was basically shamed into sitting down on the ground <laughs> all, everyone waiting for the show is looking at me as they're screaming, sit down, sit down, sit down. But, um, uh, so you was, did the crisscross applesauce and you sat on the ground. And then my foot fell asleep and I had a hard time getting back up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> Which is why I didn't want to sit on the ground in the first place. But right. um, <laughs> we got up from there and I limped out. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is like, this is such a good day that you're having. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I right. mean, my God. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like I was complaining, but we were having a great time. Um, yeah, I imagine you were. Yeah, and since we were at the Imagination and went to Italy, we went backwards. We didn't walk all the way through Mexico and go around the proper way. We went, we cheated and went Canada. But um, so when we left there, we said goodbye to Scott and his family, and we walked out of the International Gateway and walked over to the uh, Yacht and Beach Club and checked out the decorations there. One of them has the... Uh, I think it's Beach Club has the uh, uh, gingerbread carousel, horse carousel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was a little sign that said there was 19 hidden Mickeys. We sat there and watched it spin around about 12 times as we <laughs> found all the hidden Mickeys. And on the base of the carousel, there's the little Mickeys uh, on the base. This kid goes, look, I found them all. And I'm like, yeah, those aren't, those aren't the ones that are hidden. They're the little <laughs> ones on the horse. Those don't count. <laughs> Yeah, those are not hidden. Those are just yeah. Mickey's. <laughs> those are just Mickey's sitting there. <laughs> those are decorative. Yeah. <laughs> I found a hidden Mickey up on stage singing. Like, yeah. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's actual Mickey. Paul, I need to clarify. It was a warm caramel stuffed salted pretzel. Okay, does well... That, well does that change uh, it for you? Yes, because I, I love the combination of uh, caramel or caramel and caramel, uh, salt. Sorry. Yes, either it way. should be caramel. Um, and it's it. shipyard making the eggnog porter. Was the caramel the shipyard? Werther's? Was it the Werther's caramel? <laughs> they didn't brand it if it is, but uh... that's a good question. But shipyard is awesome. They're out of Maine. I love caramel. I love shipyard. <laughs> I, I, I I just I really do, man. I, when you said caramel, I was like, no, I, you know when a, you know when a dog like. They're like kind of half asleep, and then they lift their head when they hear something. Their ears are like, "Whoop!" 
Yeah. <laughs> That's me. I wasn't half asleep. Right. But my ears were like, ooh, caramel. No, I hear you. Yeah, no, the uh, <laughs> caramel kush. Ears. No, no doubt. Yes. Yes. The caramel kush, the dark sea salt caramel squares are. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Mm. Oh. So good. So good. Uh, yes, we walked through uh, Yacht and Beach Club. Then we did the Swan and Dolphin. Um, and then we headed over to Boardwalk. So we toured that little area and checked out all the decorations. Um, really, I, I loved all of them. I thought they were all great, except for the Swan was a little underwhelming. But... The Swan? Yeah. Uh, as Dean stated earlier, it's uh, understated. Understated well, have... decor. Non-existent. Uh, all... <laughs> yeah, of all the resorts, they have just a tiny little lobby area anyway, so there's nearly That's not a true. whole lot. Yeah. Well, they're they're a pseudo boutique resort. They like to okay. fancy themselves that way. Well, I feel like everybody goes to Dolphin, and then oh, and then there's this other building, that's also pink. <laughs> it's over here. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. Um, I really like the boardwalk. We're gonna have to stay there at some point. But I from, agree. Yeah. But from there, we walked outside, and um, there was a little uh, bakery right outside on the boardwalk. The boardwalk bakery. Yeah. Aptly named. Is that what it's called? That's what it's called. Okay. Um, so creative. Yeah. And inside, they had um, a little, it looked like a little piece of chocolate cake, but it was labeled something else. And my wife asked how to pronounce it, and that turned into like a 15-minute discussion between her and three people behind the counter who none of them knew what the actual name of the <laughs> oh my gosh. cake was. Um, and then my wife's like, well, let's just try it anyways. <laughs> and then they couldn't figure out how to ring it up because it wasn't on the register. So they had to have It must be free. Out. Yeah. They yeah. had the manager come out and figure out how to show them all how to ring it up. Um, and just so like after... walk out. Just like walk out with it. Just... Yeah. See so then later. we <laughs> We got it. <laughs> We walked out, my wife opened it, tried to bite into it, realized it was hard on the outside, and she goes, oh, I thought it was more like a cake. Oh, <laughs> uh, womp, womp. So what was it? Did you ever find out what it was? Uh, no one knows. It wasn't actually there. No. It's, it was like a chocolate, and then something started with a B. Um, mm. But it was a little tiny piece. Brule. It looked like... Bonbon. That one bonbon. <laughs> how, do, how do you pronounce this? Oh, well, you know, like buffling themselves. Bon bon. I'm sure it was a French chocolate boo boo. A chocolate boo boo. Boulangerie. That's right behind. It's 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 from a boulangerie patisserie. Yeah, they smuggled them over. But um, boardwalk. Blueberry muffin. Nice. Um, boardwalk. We went in, and that's where they have the uh, ginger little, a little miniature gingerbread house. Yeah. And my wife declared she wanted, since she didn't like the um, cake, she wanted a gingerbread cookie. Um, I like how she's making declarations, like she's yeah. from the deep south. Well, she she deserves. She deserves to. She should have anything she wants. I love. Wow. That. She basically again. tells me, yeah, she tells me what she wants, and then I have to go get it. I love her. Um, so I got her the gingerbread, and then she took one bite of that and was like, this is gross. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. That's accurate. I love her so much. Oh, and I it, love her. 
it tasted like no other gingerbread I've ever had. I don't know. It's because if... they build with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like That's building because it was supplies. made in 1994. It was. It's a shingle. Oh. It's a it's a commercial grade shingle for home building. <laughs> it's. it's... It's qualified. <laughs> it's it's qualified by um, uh, FEMA for yeah. <laughs> for storm repair. Yeah, run out to Home Depot and they got them on pallets waiting for purchase so oh, on the shelf. I mean, oh, you know, the yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I, I do not endorse the gingerbread that they sell for yeah. consumption. <laughs> I do not endorse. It is not very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 But then we walked around um, the corner of the lobby, and there's a little um, sitting area, and I guess there's a bar. I don't know if that has a name. Uh, it does, and by I the don't... elevator. Yeah. Oh, what is the name of that? If oh, only someone gosh. were to write a book. I know. If only I had the book around here somewhere. Drinking at Disney. Oh my goodness. And have a new edition for 2019. <laughs> Then they could tell you about the Bellevue Lounge. Hey, there it is. There it is. That's what you were trying to bite. You were trying to bite the Bellevue Lounge. There you go. Shout out to Mike Newell from the original WDW Today podcast. Because he used to always love to go to the Bellevue Lounge. Bellevue is awesome. It's Mm. a really cozy place to hang out. And you do not need to be someone who drinks to go there. No, they have you just plenty hang out. of offerings. They have you know, they do coffee in the morning, you can have breakfast there, it's fun in the evening. Little radios at each table to play stuff from the twenties and thirties. It's awesome. Oh, are you serious? I'm gonna yeah. have to go for that. Just to like sit there and listen to the uh, to the music from the twenties and thirties. Yeah, oh. great. Yes. We didn't quite make it into it. Right next to it there's a little uh, table and chairs right outside. And uh, we just we sat there, and I took a little uh, fifteen minute power nap. Uh, right at the table. <laughs> yeah, forehead down, yeah. forehead down on the table. Downward no, dog. No, I just, I just leaned back in the chair and just closed my eyes for a couple minutes. Just took a little breather, um, and then from there we went over to uh, studios because we had a I think it was six thirty reservation for uh, sci-fi. Um, that we managed to snag after the last uh, podcast recording where I mentioned I wanted to go. See, there you go. All of our tips. It was our our tip that helped you. It is the magic of Disney podcasting. Yes, Mm -hmm. it is. Um, So we went over there and I have to say, we didn't, we never made it to Animal Kingdom, but of the three resorts, I think um, Hollywood Studios has the most decorations just covering the entire park and the uh, most I, and the best and the best yeah it was great i loved it we walked around uh and we got there a little after five so we just walked over and asked if we can get our table early and they gave they got us in after about a 10 minute wait perfect uh, yeah so then when we came out it was dark and everything was lit up that's awesome yeah so we that's walked around awesome. It's just like going in, to, going in to eat dinner, and it's like, you know, light outside. You go in to eat dinner, and you come out, and it's just a winter wonderland. It is. And that would be so cool, man. I love that. And I really enjoyed sci-fi. The only thing I didn't like is we were in the last car in the last seat. Um, I thought it would have probably have been a little bit better experience if you are a little bit closer to the front um, of the car or the whole 
restaurant to begin with, being all the way in the back is a little weird because I think it's brighter because that's where all the uh, servers are coming out and everything. There's more light back there than there is in the front. Mm. But um, the uh, I was going to get a burger, but the waiter said that they had the best steak on property. I had to test it. And you do not, sir. <laughs> oh, you lied. <laughs> good lied, day no. to you, sir. Well, I said good day. <laughs> it was it was good, but it was not. It was nowhere near uh, Tiffins or some of the other ones I've had there. Oh, Tiffins. He's Tiffins out here. He's out here on his roller skates trying to take on Shula's. Like, wh- what are <laughs> you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, sir? My goodness. But. Um, I'm telling you, Nick. I said if you're gonna go to sci-fi, it's a fun atmosphere, but stick to the burgers and shakes. Yeah, <laughs> that, that I agree. <laughs> you told me that after I told you I got. Oh, I told you that after. See, <laughs> it was after. Oh, um, come on. The but he was the our waiter was great. I even posted on Twitter the cast compliment because he was really great. Like he was, yeah. it was fun and interactive and everything. And um, he took our picture. Um, took our picture. We had to ask the, the people in front of us if they didn't mind being in our picture of the front of the car. And they said, no, go ahead. So we took one from the front. They took one of us from the back, like leaning on the back of the car. And they took one from the side. And it was like almost a mini photo shoot going on there. Um, That's cute. Yeah. And then my wife and the lady in front of us were um, trying to figure out how to um, airdrop a photo between their iPhones so that we could give them the picture that he took of uh, all of us in the car. Oh, yeah. I've never used AirDrop. Yeah. Did you figure it out? They figured it out. I've only ever tried to use it once or twice, and I can never get it to work on my phone for some reason. So when we walked out of Sci-Fi, I knew we had to be in front of the theater uh, for Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. And, sir, the, that's sir, a weak you're gonna effort have to, right there. Yes, yeah, you're going to have to do sir. that again. I'm Paul, sorry. Yeah. Paul, can, Paul, can you throw the flag? Yeah, that's a right. five-yard penalty replay <clears throat> let me, pronunciation of show. Let me let me clear my throat. Hang on a second. Jingle bell, jingle bam. Nice. Yes. Better. Better. Yes. Better. It, it was still an hour and a half till the show. So, um, so we left there. We walked around uh, Echo Lake, took some pictures, walked around Toy Story Land. Um, and then... Um, it was getting we were walking down um sunset boulevard taking pictures and stuff and it was getting close i think it was um like 7 45 or something and i'm like well, we need to get back over and find a spot and my wife uh said she wanted to ride tower of terror because it's her favorite ride and i was like we do not have time <laughs> to ride tower of terror and um then get over to the show. It's, it's almost 8 o'clock. The show starts at 8.30. It's a posted 40-minute wait time. And she said, well, let's just go ask. So I walked over and I asked the lady, I said, what's the wait? And she goes, oh, there's no wait. And so we wa- basically walked right in, right up to the elevator. Um, and we're in, the, we're in the boiler room within five minutes for the 40-minute posted wait time. See, that's what I don't <laughs> understand about sometimes. Like, I could understand if it said 13 you know, the gag where if, if it says 13 minutes, right. there's no That's wait. No wait. But, yeah. like, why would it say 40 minutes? Well, I guess one thing to put in perspective. So he's talking quarter to eight at night. The park officially closed at eight. So oh, I think part of it okay. is just driving people away from lines. 
Uh, also, yeah. Fantasmic was starting at 8. Jingle Bell Jingle Bam was starting at 8.30. And I think they were trying to get people to distribute to their respective shows. But oh, okay. Okay, that's, I got that's you. My best I got you on that. Nick and I, I were testing at this point. He's like, we're going to try to sneak on Tower. I know it's 7.45. And I was like, don't worry. We're over here sitting big. So yeah. We're, we're taking up some we're room. We're sitting big. <laughs> we're sitting big. What the, my that? backpack <laughs> is to my right. My phone bag is to my left. And my feet are way spread apart. I'm like, kid, lay down. <laughs> take up some space. We, uh, we're, we're sitting big. I've never heard that before. Dean Dean is busy doing jumping jacks, so he's got a, a wide berth rep. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, sitting big. <laughs> he was. We rode we rode Tower Terror, got off, and we still had like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes for the show starts. Let's go let's go find Dean. Literally they were he was standing wide at a wide stance. Like <laughs> two feet from him was his kid, and then like two more feet leaning against the uh, um, tree was his wife. So they literally took up. They were they were taking up a big spot, holding holding space for us. So that's awesome. <laughs> Dean's like you know seven feet tall, arms crossed. He's like he's like he's like a bouncer to club. Like Walt sent me, yes. <laughs> staring at people, staring, giving them the look. But there was there was a lot of room. I mean, you could have probably you could have walked up at eight thirty and stood just about anywhere. There was a lot of gaps in between people uh, for the show. That's good to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the way that show's projected, too, is it, you don't need to be dead center. No. Like in, in other, you know, like a castle show, for example, you kind of feel best if you're right in the middle of the street. This one, I think, as long as you're within the bounds of the building, you got plenty of room to see everything you need to see. So there was a little pre-show, too. It was like, I can't remember the name of it now. It's like, it had nothing to do with Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. It was like tribute to the movies or yeah, history of Hollywood or something like that. It was like live action Disney films. Uh, Except that was Star fine. Wars. Except Star Wars. There that was no fine. I, I didn't get too excited about that one. But um, well, <laughs> did, they, did they pull out scenes from uh, Operation Dumbo Drop starring Ray Liotta? There <laughs> might have been. Famously, I don't think that one was captured, but maybe it was. I, I there definitely was Indiana Jones. That got a pretty decent reaction out of the crowd. Nice. Have like cat that from out, cat from outer space. Guardians uh, got a big response. Guardian, yeah, Guardians did. The um, ugly dachshunds. Uh, they had a clip uh, from the Wrinkle in Time, and the, the crowd just went silent. <laughs> yeah, much like the crowd that went to not see the Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. Roger Rabbit oh, got wow. a nice little reaction. You heard a couple coughs in the crowd. Um, <laughs> John Carter from Mars. Were the there sound of that? phones <laughs> opening up so people could start surfing Facebook. <laughs> um, Ouch. I forgot. Oh, I forgot, but um, the minute it gets dark, the projections on Tower of Terror start, and they run the entire night. Oh, neat. So as you walk down, they have little video monitors set up along the way, and they're showing video clips like... Um, uh, Woody introduced one of the things and there was different little stories going on and there were laser lights going across uh, uh, the boulevard and then Tower of Terror was just lit up the entire time changing at one point it looked like a present the doors for Monsters Inc. went on there and it just it was going the entire time did it ever look like a gingerbread house? Uh, probably but I didn't see it because okay, that's time. probably what the flavor of the gingerbread is it's Tower of Terror <laughs> probably 
It's a it's a terrible experience when you try to eat that those gingerbread. Uh, the the it's it's akin to vinyl siding. Yeah. You can see that from everywhere, though. Like, you know, in Magic Kingdom, it feels like such a deliberate method to make sure you can't see the other parts of the park from whatever land you're in. You can see Tower of Terror from almost everywhere in the studio. So we never even went down Sunset, and we still got to see most of those projections. <laughs> yeah, you can see them from everywhere. <laughs> That's so, cool. We had grabbed dinner at, uh, at the Brown Derby, which is always good. Sometimes it's fantastic. This one was probably in between good and fantastic. Um, so we really like that. And then we we just did the we actually didn't write a single ride at the studios we uh, or see a show other than the projection show so we did the same thing Nick did we walked around saw Toy Story decorations I think Echo Lake is pretty fantastic Polly texted me before and he's like make sure you see that part you know this this is yeah uh, yeah it's this, really nice this is not to miss and I agree it was really awesome and uh, it's but, like out of the way and understated and it, I think it's everything that like a decorated or a themed park should be. You know, just just let it like you round the corner and go, oh, this is neat. And then you see more. Wow, this is really cool. And then it just kind of, you know, like like Amy said, it's like you step out from um, your your dinner and you're enveloped in the holidays. I think that's just great. The only decorations I didn't like were the weird porcelain doll things outside of the room. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're always watching you. Those things are creepy. And the grass and the bushes in front of them have Christmas lights uh, just laid in there. And this lady was standing there, kept picking them up and then dropping them like she couldn't understand how the bush was lit up or something. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why are people touching stuff? Like, that that bothers me when people are, like, touching stuff. Like, stop touching stuff. Yeah, but um, the... The only complaint I would have about any projections on the theater is they need to take the palm trees out from the front because yeah. that blocks the view of what. No, no, no. Yes. <laughs> no, it's funny though because it's really hard to find a spot that has a clear shot of the whole projection because of all those trees. Yeah. Or We're not de- removing anything else. Make any... them detractable. Have them go into the ground. <laughs> oh my god! Like a <laughs> like the ones like... <laughs> Like the stage used to be where sunny eclipses. That used to be a stage that would come up from from underground there, and it would like rise up in there. Yeah. There when they had live bands and stuff. Yeah, but so those would, trees block a lot. They did block a lot, but despite the trees, I'd say you know I'll admit recency <laughs> bias and, and seasonal bias. I think Jingle Bell Jingle Bam is the best show I've ever seen at the end of a night of a theme park. Wow. I'll take it over anything that they do at Magic Kingdom, over Illuminations, over Phantasmic, over anything else I've seen. I, I love Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. I, You're I think, taking yeah. it over the holiday tag of Illuminations. Over the holiday tag of Illuminations, Ooh. followed by Holiday Wishes. Someone, Someone's not going to like that. I don't know who, but someone is going to disagree someone's vociferously. Gonna be- Someone's going to be without illuminations in about a month. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just stick it. Bam. The knife in the bell jingle, bam. Yeah, there's your. <laughs> just heartless, man. Just heartless. Thing, right? So I, it's an I enjoyable didn't... show. I didn't love the projection stuff when they first started doing it on the castle because it was kind of one note. Everything was just projections. And fireworks are fireworks. But this takes little bit of sort of real life uh pyrotechnics 
with the fireworks, with the projection, with storytelling, and puts it all together in a nicely packaged, not too long, not too short, perfect for everybody. You don't even have to watch Prep and Landing to understand what's going on. Really, really fun show. Nice. I, might just be me. Maybe I'm overselling. Like I said, it's, it's definitely a recency bias, and it's definitely apt for the season. So, of course, that's what I'm into and enjoyed. But, oh, Nick, what did you think of Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam? I really liked it. There was one other show I liked better, but we'll get to that later. But um, that was that was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that was the end of the day. After that, we just – I didn't understand why the park closed at 8. But, yeah, after that, we just went back to the resort. I was going to try to meet up with some people, but I was tired, and we just went back to the resort. Yeah, it was weird. The park closed at 8. This was at 8.30. They were doing another Fantasmic afterwards, I think. Uh, but same, we just yeah. cut out. We headed back. So on Sunday – um, you know, Nick and I weren't going to see each other until the Christmas party. We spent the morning actually shopping. So we went and, um, well, actually, I'm sorry. First, we had breakfast at Kona, which is always wonderful. We did the resort tour on the monorail loop. Uh, if you want to actually buy the stale gingerbread at the gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian, it doesn't open <laughs> until 930. We were there before that, so we didn't get to buy a $8 piece of cardboard. Um, but... <laughs> We actually got the call from our friends. They wanted to go to Cast Connection and see if we wanted to go with them. So we got to go back shopping at Cast Connection. Which oh, was yes. Awesome. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, um, yes. You know, they had a lot of race stuff in, in that day. So a lot of the um, 2018 and late 2017 race merch was on sale. They had some other really cool stuff, too. Um, I know my son and my wife bought a few things. My wife actually got a, a, uh, a cruise line Dooney. And I want to say. Oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, everything there, as you guys know, is discounted. So, you know, you get the $12 glow stick for 50 cents, things like that. I want to say at the end of all the discounts, this Dooney was under $60. Ooh. Oh Whoa. Sticker price was over 200 So, yeah. Whoa. There are times you stumble into fantastic discounts there. Um, they Ooh. they had a some sort of fancy lightsaber, Paul. I, I think it was, at one point, it was marked two for 100 when I think the original <gasps> was like 160 Wow. So they had some really good deals going on. We we went from there to Disney Springs, which is when we did the trail. And I didn't comment on this before when Nick was telling us about the Christmas tree trail. But given his experience versus mine, I'm going to recommend you go at night if you can. Yes. I think it's just a little less magical during the day. We couldn't really see any of the lights on the trees. So we're just kind of wandering through seeing the ornaments and stuff. It's still really fun and really pretty and, and very holiday thematic and all that kind of good stuff um, but I think I would have liked it better at night so I would recommend doing that at night but the highlight for me going downtown that day had to be lunch because we went to the Edison um, the Edison and you guys have heard me rave about burgers before and we did a whole episode on burgers I'm putting the Edison burger right there in the top three and I don't know if it takes number one two or three spot uh, but, but the it's Edison, in there is in there it, and it is worth trying and it's under $20 which to me is still gross for the price of a burger but for a Disney burger uh, being in the upper teens is not that uncommon anymore uh, but the Edison's a really pretty restaurant it's really cool you gotta like the steampunk thing that's going on in there but nice theming um, good times we had a, a really good lunch and uh, did our normal Disney or downtown Disney stroll through all the fun shops you usually go to um, so it was a good afternoon, but the, um, because we had to get, get back to our resort, get ourselves packed up, because we were going to be heading to the party that night to go see Nick and all of uh, our other Christmas Disney friends, which really was like Mickey and Jack and Sally and Nick. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we wanted to have a little rest and a little packing before we got to the party. So 
Nick, what did you do the, the remainder of that day? We did the monorail loop too, but we were a little bit behind you. Um, we went and had breakfast at Captain Cook so I could get the uh, conga toast, which I hadn't had in forever. Mm. The bacon was undercooked and the conga toast was overcooked. Ooh. Um, it looked like a brick. And my wife actually took the bacon up and complained because it looked raw. Now you went to uh, Captain Cook's, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah see, we were up yeah. at Kona and I saw the table next to us order tonga toast and it looked as good as ever. So, no, this looks just this the difference looks bad. between getting one place versus the other. Yeah. And I don't eat a lot of sweets anymore. So, it was way super sweet, sweeter than I remember. Hmm. Um, but um, from there, um, I finally made it to the Grand Floridian. Um, You've got to see Granny Flow. <laughs> yes. Um, not my favorite resort. It's nice. Um, Nick. <clears throat> Excuse me. Whoa. <laughs> Is that your granny voice when you haven't my talked? Because no one's visited you in two days. Uh, let me tell you. I, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I went to a neighborhood uh, Christmas party last night. And we walked to a house, you know, up the street and walked home last night. And the temperature was like low 20s with wind yeah. when we were walking home. That's so, cold. like, t- today my throat is kind of, you know, threatening to start something with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a repercussion. Like, it- it's threatening to, to fight me. So, and I, I was going to say, um, Nick, you've got to be nice to Granny Flo. It's she- a- it's a she, beautiful uh, resort. It's yeah, just not but my... you know what? You have to be nice to Granny Flo. She's never done anything to you. She's wanted you to come and see her for years now. You I finally have. come okay. and see her, and you say she's not your favorite? You Come on. She was nice. You know, we <laughs> the tree's beautiful. We took a bunch of pictures of the tree. We uh, got in the line that we didn't realize was to buy more gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you front. think it was for? What did you think yeah. it was for? We walked around the front. We're taking pictures. And my wife said, what's on the back set? I said, I don't know. And she went and got in line. And we were standing there for a minute. I was like, why are we waiting here? And I got out. And I went around the back and realized it was for the store. And I said, oh, it's to buy gingerbread. So we immediately got out of So you get line. up to the front. Yes. And how many would you like? And you go, none. None. And just walk away. <laughs> No, we got out way before then. Um, then um, uh, another friend of ours, Joe, and his wife met us there. And um, we went over to the, we took the monorail over to the Contemporary. Um, and he wanted to go up to the um, uh, lounge on top of the, uh, what do you call it? Top of the World Lounge? Yep. Yes. Yeah. But that didn't open until 6 p.m. And this was like 11 o'clock in the morning. So I was like, well, unfortunately. Oh, Unfortunately, we can't go up there right now. <laughs> um, then we took the monorail back over to the Grand Floridian. So technically now I've been to the Grand Floridian twice. Um, and then from there we went to Disney Springs. Because we were waiting for our room to be ready. Because we had to switch. We had uh, one bedroom for two nights. And then the third night we had a studio. So we were waiting for that room to be ready. So we could go in and change before the party. But um, we met um, at Disney Springs. We met up with Kristen. A uh, little Diz fan. Yay! She was awesome. And she told me about the maple ba- uh, bourbon eggnog. And we each got one of those. So that was great. The flight pig. Um, that was great. Shout out, Kristen. I yes. love you, Kristen. She was awesome. And she had just come from brunch at Trails End. <gasps> and 
Joe was saying how much he loved Trails End. His wife was saying how much she, she loved it. Kristen was saying how much she loved it. My plan for Monday breakfast was the Deluxe at Disney Springs was doing those um, was doing breakfast. But my wife's like, let's do Trails End. So I got a 9.50 reservation Monday morning for Trails End. Yes! Um, <laughs> and then our room was ready. We went back to our room to get ready for the Christmas party. And having a cliffhanger and discussing the <laughs> Christmas party on the next episode of Butter and Bacon. That is the good stuff. And doing your sign-off without cackling in the background. No, no I like it with the cackling. Way. No, it's staying in. Oh, yeah, keep staying it in. Way. That's perfect. I like it. Because it, it would. It, it would be like, like I just interjected, like, yes, and we're ending now. This has been the good stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Baby. For personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, on Twitter at AIOT Travel, or visit our website, AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast. And please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. My dearest listener, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair as Bert et Bacon proudly presents your outtakes. And then our room was ready, so we went back to our room to get ready for the Christmas party. And Dean said he wants to do the Christmas party on a different yes! show. Oh, and this is and this is where Paul, this is where Polly ends with yes, some sort of I witty outtake. I, uh, I liked it. It was better than the wait. Which one's the dolphin? Uh, Dolphin's the pointy one. That's the one closest to the yacht and beach club, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Jasmine. <laughs> no. In their uh, Ralph Breaky Internet comfy wear. No, because I'll I'll reintroduce her. <laughs> Hello, boys. Hello, boys. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. So What's going we're on? Doing a day by, we're doing a day by day. We're up to Saturday, I believe. And Dean just mentioned the popcorn guy. So I thought it'd be funny if you just like popped in and goes, oh, my gosh, I love the popcorn guy. Oh, my gosh, I love the popcorn guy. Amy. About how to um, airdrop a photo between their iPhones so that we could give them the picture that he took of uh, all of us in the car. Oh, yeah. I've never used AirDrop. Yeah. Did you figure it out? They figured it out. I've only ever tried to use it once or twice, and I can never get it to work on my phone for some reason. I was only able to drop an elephant with Ray Liotta's help. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sir. (laughs) Just when you thought there wasn't going to be an Operation Dumbo Drop joke, there was. Sir. (laughs) So does that make...
that the real first live action Dumbo? Uh, interesting. No, it's not. not. Sure. No, it's not. <laughs> no, not. I don't know. Um, that that was a terrible reference. Go ahead, please continue. It was. <laughs> oh! <laughs> the agreement to. So, some say it's Ray Liotta's best movie. I don't know. Some, <laughs> some do. The producer of that movie says it's you, Ray Liotta's best movie. That's if you talk it. to that one elephant. <laughs> Who was the Who was the Disney executive at the time? Was it Eisner when that Oof, was made? Likely. Michael Eisner says it's Disney's best. <laughs> says it's Disney's, you know. <laughs> Just edit me out, dude. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mess. I'm no, a no, mess. no, you're fine. In, in case you're wondering, Operation Dumbo Drop will be airing on HBO Family uh, this Friday at twelve ten. Oh, good. I wow. Better get the episode out yeah before we'll probably ha- yeah, you missed we'll probably friday have- <laughs> monday, monday the 17th at 10 5 a.m or sunday the 23rd at 4 10 a.m all on that's HBO. what i want to do on christmas adam <laughs> is that a christmas film what's going on is he dropping <laughs> holiday <laughs> decorations oh, yes. he's coming down I mean, people people have wanted a hippopotamus for Christmas. Why not getting an elephant for Christmas? And why are they dropping Dumbo? He, well, he can fly himself. I don't understand. These questions and more will be answered. Yoda. Why, you guys should not have dialed me in. I'm sure you were doing a lot better before I joined. No, no, this is much more fun. Oh, okay. That's how they usually yeah. do. Good. Yeah, this, might, this might have to be, to be continued. Jingle bell, jingle bam!